Hey guys, welcome to episode 9 of the Next Woman Up podcast. It's Carly and I am riding solo this episode. Sarah is unfortunately suffering from a bad cold. I'm pretty sure currently she is ingesting every possible cold medicine um, stocked at CVS, so we hope she gets better soon. But just going to be me today, guys. Quick episode doing... Um, a little bit of a sports update around um, all the leagues and what happened in the past couple weeks. So we'll get right into it. Um, We haven't talked recently about the Deshaun Watson scandal. So interestingly enough, the Texans canceled minicamp, which is normally mandatory um, across the league for all teams. Head coach David Culley canceled the team's mandatory minicamp. That had been set to start on June 15th because he saw um, good participation from the team and that they accomplished what he was looking to get done during the voluntary portion of organized team activities, OTAs. So um, Deshaun Watson was not expected to show up at mandatory minicamp. The canceling of minicamp almost certainly avoided... um, him having to pay a fine for skipping the minicamp. And that fine would have cost him $93,085, which is crazy. Um, and currently right now what's going on with the Watson scandal. So the Houston Police Department and the NFL are actively investigating Watson. And based on their findings, He, at the very least, could be in violation of the league's personal conduct policy. Watson has denied at least part of the accusations, and he hasn't been around the team in months, hence why it was suspected that he would not be attending minicamp. So the cancellation of minicamp saved him a boatload of money. Next, we're going to pivot to hockey, and I'm going to talk about the Islanders and Bolts. Um, (laughs) Well, the Islanders are a local team for us that are still in it right now. And the Bolts are a team that I am rooting for, um, considering I had spent uh, the past two years in Tampa. So go Bolts. Um, Right now that series is tied 1-1. Islanders took the first game and the Bolts took the second game. Um, Two good goaltenders, Vasilevsky, of course, for the Lightning, and Varlamov for the Islanders. Um, The... Bolts have, in the past few years, been the team to eliminate the Islanders in the playoffs. The Islanders are looking for revenge, for sure. Um, The Bolts are obviously defending Stanley Cup champs. They're a super talented team. Their whole team is essentially intact from last year. They're a very big, fast, and strong team. Once they get going, it's a very hard time stopping them. They're also great on killing off the power play on the defensive side. They're a very tough team to beat. The Islanders are lucky that they took game one and that the Bolts had a slow start, but I think this is going to be a lot of an uphill battle for the Isles as this series continues. Next, we're going to pivot to another sport and talk about the NBA playoffs. And the storyline of the NBA playoffs is Injuries. As good as the basketball has been, injuries and missed time have been the biggest story of this playoffs, and a lot of huge stars are missing time. And now it's happening again. Both Kawhi Leonard and Chris Paul are out. Um, Kawhi Leonard is going to miss the Clippers Game 5 against the Jazz after leading his team to a series-tying win in Game 4. He hurt his knee. He fell awkwardly on it. 
And then, of course, there's Chris Paul, who went into the NBA's COVID-19 protocol. Um, There's really not much detail going off of that one right now is that we know that Paul is reportedly out indefinitely. So two big stars out um, and Chris Paul being out indefinitely is definitely a big deal. And it's going to be interesting to see how these teams play without their stars and without their veteran stars for sure. Um, this is a wild headline, guys. I read it on ESPN and I like laughed out loud. So Vince Wilfork's son has been charged with stealing his super, his dad's Super Bowl rings, which I think is wild. So apparently his son was charged with stealing $300,000 worth of his dad's jewelry, including the New England Patriots Super Bowl rings, which I think is wild. Like that's just like the craziest headline. Like, oh my God crazy and then apparently this his 23 year old son sold the rings and other jewelry after he sold them he sold his father's super bowl rings are you kidding me like oh my gosh if my kid ever if my future child ever sells my super rings oh my god crazy like i can't even i just thought that was wild so just like a crazy headline right there um, but we're going to talk about something a little more serious. Um, we're going to talk about the accommodations at the Women's College World Series. So the NTA is facing a ton of criticism over this. So there was huge inequities um, between the collegiate softball and the collegiate baseball tournaments. So the NTA sent a statement to ESPN on Wednesday that the softball committee is soliciting feedback on scheduling adjustments to the Women's College World Series and reviewing the overall WCWS experience for student-athletes. Honestly, sounds like a little bit of bullshit to me because clearly um, it was very different accommodations. This is not the first time we've seen this. We saw this, obviously, with the March Madness tournament that the men's and women's sides were completely different. Um, If you haven't yet listened to the last episode with our guest, Dr. Karen Weaver, who is an expert on a lot of things college sports, we talk about this with her and how this can't go on like this. The NCAA needs to be held accountable for these inequities. Um, The Oklahoma head coach, Patty Gasso, said we deserve better timing we deserve locker rooms we deserve showers we deserve batting cages the fact that they were not given locker rooms the fact that they were not given showers the fact that they were playing games till two in the morning is absolutely ridiculous and the NCAA needs to be held accountable it needs to do much better than saying oh we're soliciting feedback like do so much better this is not the first time we just saw that all the all the criticism directed toward the NCAA after the March Madness tournament, how could this be happening again? Someone needs to hold them accountable. So if you, like I said, if you guys haven't listened to our last episode, please go listen. We talk about this a lot, but going forward, it's going to be very interesting to see how the NCAA is held accountable, what happens in college sports if the NCAA can handle it, if the NCAA is going to need another governing body to govern it. It really is just crazy that this is going on and that you know they're giving such like bullshit answers to all the criticism that they're receiving um we're gonna talk about a scary thing that happened in the UEFA Euro um 2020 
matchup over the weekend. So this is soccer, guys. Yeah, I know. We're talking about soccer. We have so sometimes we talk about soccer, right? Not a big deal. <laughs> um, so really scary thing happened. Denmark mid- midfielder Christian Eriksen collapsed this past weekend during a matchup between Denmark and Finland. He was administered CPR on the field after experiencing cardiac arrest. Um, he's 29 years old. He's now in stable condition in the hospital, but they're still running a lot of tests for him um, while he's in the hospital to see um, why, why this happened, why he underwent um, cardiac arrest. Um, really scary moment um, to see that happen. I can't even imagine like how that much f- must feel. Um, but, uh, yeah, so to see that happen to like your teammate, um, and even to see like on the, that's crazy. So, um, but luckily he's now in stable condition and fortunately like he's in good hands at, you know, the hospital, but definitely a very, um, scary thing. So, you know, sending well wishes to him. And next we're going to talk about the GO, our MVP of the week, Simone Biles, She is Glamour Magazine's June cover star. This woman is incredible. She also, like, if you haven't seen the photos, you need to see these photos. She looks gorgeous. She's amazing. Like, what can't she do? I mean, she is the best gymnast of all time. Like, women's gymnast of all time, I think so right now, especially. And I am just so psyched to see her in the Olympics. Um, I'm super excited about that. And another um, news point I want to talk about that just happened during today's Mets game. Today's Wednesday when I'm recording, guys. Mets ace DeGrom exits the game in the third inning with shoulder soreness. He also left the game early last start um, with some tendonitis issues, but that was all clear. So, you know, obviously, um, for Mets fans, me, um, it's a little nerve wracking, you know, seeing your star pitcher who may be winning an MVP award this year, leave games early, especially a couple in a row. So we'll monitor that and see what happens, but I don't like the sound of that at all. So hopefully it's nothing for us Mets fans. I want to talk about um, the latest of what's going on with the Olympics, there's a lot of talk that the Olympics may not actually happen, and, like, not a lot of people are saying that, but it's crazy that they may need to postpone again or even cancel it because COVID-19 spikes are happening in Japan again, um, so... The Olympics are less than two months away, and there's more certainty than ever about whether they'll go on this year. So right now, um, Japan is reporting at least 3,000 new cases every day, um, and they're unsure if they can host the Olympics, um, and that would just really suck. I mean, I, I obviously, like, it's a global pandemic. The pandemic's not over, and, like, we have to realize that, but... You know, I think we're all really looking forward to the Olympics. And if it doesn't happen, we're all going to be really bummed. Like, I'm super excited. But the fact that really people aren't talking about that it p- 
possibly might not happen. Of course, the games are already moved from July 2020 to July 2021 because of the pandemic. So the latest information is that the opening ceremony would be Friday, July 23rd. Um, But there's a lot going on um, that it may not. Um, The latest update is that a lot of the volunteers who have signed up with the Olympics have reportedly quit because they don't want to put themselves at risk. Um, And that's like an interesting thing if there's not enough people to help it's just it's this whole big machine and you know if like this is a big deal and especially if one thing doesn't quite go right it could you know throw off the whole the whole event um so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens and it's weird no one's talking about the possibility that the olympics could be canceled which i think is wild um So that's kind of it for my little sports world update. A little, you know, weird recording about Sarah. Definitely missed her, but um, we'll be back with her next week. And um, I hope you guys can follow us on all our social media. Please share this episode. It's a short episode, so it's perfect to share with someone who may be interested in listening and doesn't listen to the podcast yet. So please, please share. Um, We would love to spread the word about our pod. And um, you guys can all hear, you know, a little run. Like, if you share this, that your friends can hear, like, a little rundown about the sports world this week and, you know, my takes and all I have to say because I have lots to talk about. (laughs) Um, But please share the episode. It's a great little, like, snippet. And we will be back next week with a full episode, me and Sarah chatting as usual. So follow us on social media, um, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, of course. And you can always email us, nextwillanuppod at gmail.com. And we will see you guys next week. Bye.